My name is Karina Celine. And I'm Matt Abedi. And this is We're Just Here to Help. Uh, so today we're starting off the day talking about the upcoming Supreme Court nominee, um, which by the time you're listening to this will probably already be announced. Right. 9 p.m. tomorrow is the, the deadline the Trump administration is. Yeah, and then also, they're gonna, apparently, I read this on the internet, I don't know if it's confirmed, but um, they're going to announce it during the Bachelorette. Really? Like, they're making the announcement, and like it's going like, to have to cut in the middle of the screening of the Bachelorette, so gonna, ABC is going to cut to the Trump announcement and cut back to the Bachelorette. That's pure Trump. I know. That's where we are as a country right oh, now. Oh my god. It's also, like, ironically, like, Trump is going to give the rose to this person, and they're going to become Supreme Court nominee. That's actually, yeah. It's a literally... Really good parallel. It's, it is the parallel. I hate that you're right. This is the parallel. No, no, no. I hate that you're right. I gave you this rant before, right? Yeah. About Trump. For the longest time, people were like, how is it that nobody... Nothing sticks to Trump. Mm-hmm. How can we not... Why can't anybody fuck up Trump, right? And there's this really great article, and it's essentially that Trump is a pro wrestler. But I also would say Mm. Trump is also reality TV. Trump is like, occupies this space where it's reality, but like messed with. So like, if you go into the middle of a ring, and I'm stealing this from the article, if you go into the middle of a wrestling ring and you go like, everybody, this is fake. None of this is real. Everyone in the audience goes like, yeah, we know, dumbass. Mm -hmm. That's why we're here, right? Um, and uh, uh, the same thing happens with Trump. If, you, if you're like, he's not a real candidate. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Everyone's like, yeah, duh. That's why we're here. He doesn't know what he's talking about. We just connect with him, and that's enough for us. So I think that's where we are. That's one of the things that we have to accept is we have to break that. We have to break that part of it. And I think it is breaking a little bit. Yeah. Because we're re- realizing that, like... Snooky for president is, is like is, is not as fun as we originally thought. Yeah, it's like having ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, you know, I was like, we're adults, we can have it. But you're like, is this setting me up well for my day? No, it's gonna mess you up pretty bad. Yeah, you're gonna be like Karina at nine p.m. at night. I see a lot of parallels between Trump and wrestling. Well, he, like, he was like on WWE regularly, wasn't he? Yeah, and like you know, we're both comedians. You can we can both appreciate like. He's a troll. Oh, he's a magnificent troll. And he's really good at making people accept and buy into really terrible ideas. And you're seeing it in the discourse, too, where conservatives, there are conservatives who aren't really politically savvy. And I can, I can tell that they're politically savvy because they're like, well, we made those libtards squirm. Yeah. Right? Well, like, I remember when the tax bill got passed, and it was like, you know this hurts you, right? Yeah. And conservatives were like, yeah, but we, we got to win. And it's like, you you actually, like, by winning, you lost. And it's like, yeah, but those liberals ate it. I think the wrap-up here is that one thing Trump is actually competent at is performing on reality TV, and that's how he's treating this presidency. So a lot of people smarter than I am are going to say that uh, Brett, Brett Kavanaugh is going to be the Supreme Court nominee. Right. And the woman that has been kind of floated around a bit, which you talked to me about earlier, is Amy Coney Barrett. And she's kind of like the troll the libtards one. Yeah. Been floating around the, and then there's another one who said some insane shit. He's just some dude, <laughs> some dude judge, who said some insane shit about abortion too. Um, but, yeah. I, but I think that the, the Wranglers, the people who actually see the long game here, like Mitch McConnell and kind of the GOP establishment, have grabbed the reins here and are going to make... 
Trump nominate uh, what they would consider a serious candidate. Yeah. I mean, small step back, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how did we get here? I think is an important part of the question. It's what I wake up thinking every morning. Oh, my God. Well, one of the things is like before the Obama era, for a court, you needed uh, 60 people. Mm -hmm. But Republicans obstructed every nominee. Right. Well, the Obama administration couldn't get any of their judges sat because the bar was 60 and Mitch McConnell was... Yeah. Trying to make Obama a one-term president. I don't think you guys remember that. Which was like, by the way, like, Obama got, like, historic numbers of, like, denials. He had essentially, like, people who sat on waiting lists. People who, like, were, like, changed jobs while they were waiting to see if they were going to become... Which is, by the way, insane. Like, that is a level of irresponsibility that's, like, criminal. So, anyways, Brett Kavanaugh is 19 years old. <laughs> From yeah. his fucking photo. He's fresh-faced. He's fresh-faced. Fucking crisp-looking motherfucker. Yeah. Um, is, like, the most Catholic person. He was, like, born out of the Pope's asshole, essentially. You want to hear a concern that I read about? That's so funny to me. That he's not conservative enough? Not, not just that, but there are some conservatives who are afraid. Mm-hmm. Because... I like when they're afraid. Me too. During the Clinton years, Kavanaugh was like, look... President can't lie to his staff. <laughs> the pri- pre- by lying to his staff and whatnot, the president's committed like some bad shit and should be held to task for it. Did, did didn't Kavanaugh work on Whitewater? I have no idea. He worked for the previous impeachment, I believe. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So all that stuff where he's like, yeah, you can't the Star Report or whatever. Yeah, like he was he worked for Ken Starr. Yeah, yeah. So conservatives are like, uh, yeah. What if like the Democrats win in November and we have impeachment hearings and it goes to the Supreme Court <laughs> or like we have to have like the Supreme Court weigh in in one way or another? Mm-hmm. And this dude's like, yeah, you can't lie to the, your staff and to the American people. That makes you. Bad boy president. But then again, I don't believe any of these guys are principled. No. If you're fucking with the Federalist Society, you're like like with the fucking Death Eaters in Harry Potter universe. Yeah. So I don't think those conservatives should actually be concerned. But no. It's, but it's also hilarious to me that the concerns of the conservatives that could confirm this person aren't that like democracy is being upheld or like the judge has like a very clear and coherent view of like how the government should operate. It's that the judge could in protecting American government hurt the conservative party. That is an, but that's that's also not going to be the reality. It's not going to be the reality. No, because here's the, here's the problem with people like Brett Kavanaugh is that, they're reasonably intelligent. You know what I mean? And that's like the worst kind of conservative is a smart conservative. Like Mitch McConnell, I hate his fucking guts. He's elegant. He has grace and elegance in his horrible deeds. You know what I mean? Brett Kavanaugh, when he gets confirmed and, you know, we're, we're, I'm making lots of positions, but I, this is a, kind of the way we think of the winds are blowing. Like, he's not going to come out and say at his hearing, being like, I'm going to repeal Roe v. Wade. I have a huge bone for that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? None of these. I mean, none of... None no of, one since Bork has made any sort of declaration during their hearings, you yeah. know? Partially because cases are complicated, Ugh. blah, blah, blah. But also, more importantly, these these people, like, if you become a judge, 
your like highest goal in life is to become like yeah supreme Supreme court Court. so this dude is gonna sit there and chuck and jive and do all that other stuff but the context of it is right it used to take 60 people to vote for Mm -hmm. vote this guy in same thing with gorsuch right Mm -hmm. you could have sat there and filibustered that dude from now until high heaven yeah now you can't do that because during the obama era just to get the government operating we loosen the rules to allow those nominees through. Now, at the time, I was like, that's bad. That's bad because you should be able to negotiate. My hope is that we are going to return to normal functioning government. I think the concern is that it will never goddamn happen. Or it's uh, so many norms have been broken, we won't return to the proper operating of government. Do you know the, like, phrase that's used to describe Russian history? And then it got worse? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen here. (laughs) It's like, before we uh, see the daylight, it's going to end then it got worse. For longer than I think we're going to anticipate. What I want to kind of pull back here, too, is that uh, bringing up Bork again, uh, which is the nut Joe that Reagan nominated, uh, and that actually the Democrats shouted down. Yeah. And then in place of him, Anthony Kennedy was nominated. Right. Um, Which is how this is supposed to go, right? Right. Democrats eventually, or like whoever the minority party is, gets to be like, no, you don't get to do the extreme, but we will let in like a more moderate conservative. But also six Republicans voted against Bork and two Democrats voted for him. See? Functioning government. Functioning government. And that's because he said he wanted to like repeal the Civil Rights Act, ban abortion, Et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it's possible. It's po- it's, it has happened before. It is possible to block a nominee. If it's Brett Kavanaugh, I don't think they'll be able to do it because he's a smart 19-year-old man. I think he, honestly he's like 45 I think 45 they, only, or they only need one defector, right? Right now they only need one we need defector. We need two because we have 49 votes. One defector brings us to 50. Oh, but McCain, McCain's... Is, McCain, is, Mc, is he still incapacitated? I think so. I don't think he can uh, vote. Homeboy might roll in for a Supreme Court, though. Anyway, so we'll see tomorrow who it is during The Bachelor, 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Yeah. Political I mean, executions coming next season. Jesus Christ. PP tape. Season after that. Season three. Uh, several GOP Congress members spent the 4th of July in... Was it... Moscow. Do you, do you think they were in America? No, they were in Moscow. Moscow. Oh, my God. With Uncle Poo Poo. The biggest thing for me is, like, these people who used to be right-wing conservative hawks. There used to be like American power is the most important thing, protect our military, make sure that America is like the strongest military around. Those same people are now like, Moscow should be one of our buddies. No, Russia has been consistently America's enemy for- We're the worst. Several decades. Since since the Cold War and to this day- The last time we officially teamed up was when Hitler was knock, knock, knocking on Leningrad's door. And even then- not so much. Not so much. Like, Russians just were like, dude, the guy keeps marching in our direction. <laughs> Please stop. Let's meet that. in Yalta. <laughs> yeah. And after they were like, dude, we want this half of Germany. And the United States was like, no, we're out. We're Audi 5000. Yeah. And Russia was like, no, we're going to hang. We're going to hang. We just captured a bunch of land and shit. Oh, my God. Here's my fucking completely 100% true theory. <laughs> Oh, God. That currently has no evidence. Yeah. Russia has been funneling money into the RNC for years. The uh, the congressmen and senators that were in Russia 
are the highest paid ones oh, by the yeah. Russian government. You think that they're... Why would you go to Russia on the 4th of July? Yeah. They intentionally asked you to go to Russia on the... They Russia knew what they were doing. Like, this is st- classic Russia. It's like, you know what I will do? It will be mm. so funny. We will make them come on their 4th of mm. July yeah. where they freed themselves from their colonizing power and make them come to new colonizing power, Russia. Yeah, pretty much. I'll make them watch Sleeping Beauty. No, it's... If you're working politics... Optics are very important. How people see what you do, right? So, for instance, if you're Melania Trump, you shouldn't show up with I uh, I don't care, do you jackets? Um, everything that you do. Well, that was their optics. They wanted those optics. That was like red meat for their base, which is just, like a bunch of starving hyenas. Oh boy. Anyway, so one of the one of the homies rolled back from his trip to uh, Papa Poo Poo's lap, <laughs> where he received. Some love. And said that the sanctions that we have on Russia aren't working. We should get rid of them. Yeah. Just a completely original thought that simply came from his mind and nowhere else. And why do we have sanctions on Russia? <sighs> For a vast variety. Because they violated international law by annexing a country. Yep. A uh, portion of a country. They are considered an enemy by all of our closest allies who are in NATO, which is the... the or, the organization that was originally formed to check Russian military power and aggression. It is one of the most long-standing military packs. NATO is obsolete. NATO is not obsolete. If you think NATO was obsolete, oh God, you have some problems. You have some problems. No, you're just dumb as fuck. Okay. NATO is important for a lot of reasons. One... It's a body outside of the United Nations that has a lot of credibility, not only when it comes to peace missions, but also when it comes to having a stabilizing force. So that happened uh, with uh, with Bosnia, mm-hmm. right? That happened during the Cold War. Um, it, it's also really great when our military gets to cooperate and learn from other militaries that are our allies underneath that umbrella. Military exercises are a really great place to be able to test out tactics and, and, and new challenges, which you would not be able to get if you didn't have those close military alliances with other countries. That's a part of the reason why NATO is so important. Right. But the number one reason that NATO is important, in my opinion, is that uh, we have the clause that says if one of the members is attacked, all the other members have to come back to their aid. Yes. Right. Uh, which uh, all the members of NATO did after 9-11, yes. which we forget. Um, but the reason that Russia wants NATO dismantled and the reason Russia is telling Trump to say this stuff is because if you break up NATO, Russia can continue annexing all the way into Europe, which is what they want to do. They want their states back. They want Estonia back. They want Lithuania back. They want all that shit wrapped up in their little bow again. Latvia. They want control of Georgia. They already have control of Georgia oh, for all intents and purposes. More control of Georgia. Uh, Georgia, the country, not the state. Although they want to creep back into Tajikistan, Afghanistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan. Yes, all Uzbekistan. Break, breakaway Russian republics. Basically, Russia is like a giant herpy, and herpy just wants to expand and just cover all of your genitalia. Yeah, and it, you must stop it and by what, supporting NATO. <laughs> I think last episode, a couple episodes ago, we, we talked about why United States aggression in 
not aggression, but United States presence in the South China Sea was so important. Military might, yeah. Military might in the South China Sea. And why it was important to be able to have that sort of like credibility and also check back Chinese power. And one of the routes to do that is essentially by having North Korea continue to be dependent on China. So as long as North Korea is dependent on China, then that means that the United States can always say, well, the real enemy is North Korea in this region. We're just here to protect Japan and South Korea and right. Taiwan and all these groups. So if you're a conservative, hawk, what you should be looking at are there two places where American power and influence are shrinking. Number one, on the Pacific side. And number two, on the Atlantic side. On the Atlantic side, where really all we have to do is maintain this super powerful relationship with a bunch of very powerful militaries. Who already normally agree with us. That's a fucking disaster. Yeah. In terms of foreign policy, that undoes literal decades. I would go ahead and say like the last hundred years. Almost. From World War II until now. Yeah. Remember, that one of the main outputs of World War II were international law and order, and one of those organizations was NATO. Not immediately, right. but eventually. And then, like, you see you see the, the efforts that Russia had in Brexit as well, because you look at the EU as another one of these stabilizing forces in Europe, right. joined by a central currency, um, trade, travel, you know, and... Joining the EU has been very desirable. That's what actually Ukraine wanted to do and what Turkey wanted to do. And they're, of course, too corrupt and too tied up um, with totalitarianism in Russia to do that. Right. Um, but that was a goal for people. And if you destroy the EU, guess who comes floating off to the side? It's your ex-boyfriend, Russia, and Papa Poo Poo riding on its dick, you know? Papa Poo <laughs> Pruitt has uh, been forced to resign. Oh, I have some bad news, though. What? His underling Wheeler is like... Way worse. Is way worse. <laughs> like, Pruitt just was, like, very pro-industry. And, like, hella Wheeler, corrupt. Wheeler is literally a guy who used to work for every organization, the EP... Not every everyone, but he's just, like... He's part of the reverse revolving door. A revolving door is people leave government and go to the private sector. Sure. Reverse revolving door oh. is people leave the private sector, incidentally get a really large bonus. Yeah. Incidentally, just for no reason at all. I'm like, I know law firms who do this. Yeah. Law firms, so if you go clerk for a judge, mm -hmm. clerking for a judge makes you a little bit more favorable to the mm -hmm. judge. You get to know them a little bit. They cut you a fat check for leaving. And then they promise you another fat check if you come back after you've done your little government stint. Yeah. It's the same shit here. We need to make it glamorous to work for government and never, ever step into the private sector. Well, here's the thing that I'm very familiar with. Minnesota used to have a governor who was a piece of crap named Tim Pawlenty. Oh, God. Tim Pawlenty left office and began work as, what? A lobbyist. Yeah, they all do that. And now Mark Dayton is stepping down a very good albeit milk toast, governor. And you know who's running on the Republican side? Who? Guess. Tim Pawlenty? Yeah. Oh, God. You know what? No lobbying. No more lobbying. When I was in junior high, our teacher, our great history teacher, Mr. Cook, 
explained to me what a lobbyist was. And I was like, no way can this be a real thing. That's insane. What are you talking about? He like went in more detail. I was like, no, that's not possible. How how does the system function like that? That's insane. He's like, no, yeah, it's that's a thing. And I was like, oh my god. That's terrible. It's terrible. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, so I think Pruitt stayed for fifty point two mooches. Right. Yeah, which is the official uh, measuring stick of how long someone was. Not being corrupt, dear dear Republicans. Not being being corrupt might mean you guys actually would do a decent job governing the goddamn country. Oh, my God. Honestly, every morning I wake up and I'm thankful that these people are completely incompetent. Because if they were competent... We would be so fucked. We're, like, already, like, really screwed, but, like... We would already be in the camps right now. Well, All right, next? more good news. Man, uh, Paul, more good news. Paul Manafort is locked in solitary confinement for his own safety for 23 hours a day. It makes me so happy. It, He's losing his fucking mind. Everyone around him is like, if, I've heard descriptions of solitary, and it's like everyone around you is screaming and pounding, and it's like horrifying, and you're so stressed out. Like, it's completely inhumane. I love that they're doing that to him, though. That's. That's the thing that's going to... Maybe I'm too soft. Go ahead. I, I have a thing about, like, uh, super maximum security prison, solitary confinement, all that stuff. I think it, that stuff is worse than capital punishment. All those feelings aside, fuck Paul Manafort. Dude, okay. He Also, they gave him a tablet. They gave him a tablet to do what on? I don't know. Play Candy Crush? I guess. But he's better off than everyone else in solitary confinement. Dude, they should not give him a tablet. No. And he's been complaining that it's too difficult for him to prepare for his trial because he's in solitary confinement. Oh, yeah. And then the judge was like, this is how everyone else prepares for trial. So. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. That almost makes up for, you know what I I read that was like terrifying? Yeah. The DOJ lawyer on the immigration case, judge like, all right, hey, when, when can we have our next court session? The DOJ lurch, so Trump administration guy, was like, I can't make that date because I have to dog sit. What? Yeah. He's like, I have a dog sitting appointment. Is that fucking horrible? But in any case, um, Manafort's locked up. I'm glad that he's locked up. I'm glad that he's probably going to flip. He's. I don't think, they, I don't think he's going to flip anymore. Why? I, they what, tortured him? What I think happened, and we'll, I guess hindsight will be 2020 on this, is I think Gates... Gates flipped completely and just gave out everything. And they're just going to take put the screws to Manafort? Yeah, and they're just going to torture Manafort because he's already proven that he's willing to lie. Oh, right. So he's not a reliable witness. And, like, when you're, for fun fact, when you're cooperating with the FBI, you're not just, like, telling them a couple things. You you are not cooperating until they've decided that you are cooperating. Right. Um. So... I don't think things are looking bright for Mr. Manny. Unless they, like, prison break him, you know, Trump style or something, but... Oh, my God. I can't. It's possible. Like, every time I think about the Manafort thing, I just, like, it's, like, getting, like, slowly dipping myself into a relaxing, warm tub yeah. of, like, bubble bath. Every time I... Every time I saw this this, this woman mm-hmm. with, like, a bright red hat, and mm-hmm. I screamed because she was... Very Latina looking, I yeah. should say. Wait, you screamed? I was like, yeah. internally, ah! I, inter- I internally screamed. Okay. I internally was like, oh no, yeah. this person's walking through Brooklyn with a, this red hat. Yeah. And I looked on the front and it was a Bob Mueller hat. Hell yeah. And I was like, dude, no attorney I think ever has become like the coolest yeah. person in Brooklyn. 
Um, you know, that's something else I was thinking about with those hats, actually, because, like, no one can really wear a red hat anymore. Yeah, he's ruined a primary color. <laughs> that's funny. More good news. More good news. Is this good news? Cruz is only ahead of Beto O'Rourke by five points yeah. in a new poll. I, I eat that election up. Beto O'Rourke also has been doing a bunch of videos, mm-hmm. which include him doing door-to-door, like, just... Literally going from place to place and knocking on doors, doing a bunch of town halls, a post bike town hall, a town hall at uh, I think farmers market or mm-hmm. whatever. Nice liberal spaces. Not, lots of not, lots of liberal spaces. Bicycles and green markets. Yeah, and remember, like that that guy's main struggle for the longest time was name recognition, mm-hmm. and he's slowly gaining in name recognition. He's doing a really good job with name recognition now. Yeah. And he's meeting his fundraising goals. Mm-hmm. Partially because I keep giving him money. It's <laughs> all just funded by Matt Abetti, just like sweating in Brooklyn. Sweating in Brooklyn, just be like, please. Please, God. Please. Yeah, he's, he, uh, I think he's a really great rubric. He's a left-wing dude. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things he just released that was awesome was he was essentially like, people being arrested like this is not okay. Mm-hmm. It's anti-brutality. And over the immigration issue, he's sort of been like, we... These are our neighbors to the south. We can't treat them that way. And in Texas, fun fact, that plays really goddamn well because mm. Texans, I would say even your more conservative Texans are like, no, I have family and friends who are, you know, like Mexican, El Salvadorian, mm-hmm. whoever, whatever else. And they're people and they're just doing their best and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. It's only until you leave Texas, places that aren't really affected by immigration, where they're like, well, they're rapists and terrible right, people. Right, you don't have to be around them. Yeah. You know? And also, like, you get just wonderful, like, Texas-Mexican fusion. Not just, like, food, but just, like, cultural and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's, like, it's a very awesome, awesome state. And I think Beto is doing an amazing job. And, uh... I hope Cruz eats shit. I hope he eats shit, too. Do you like that website I sent you? Have you seen that before? No. It was Ted Cruz for He Went President. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, All right. That's so funny. All right. Uh, don't put too much stock in polls. Still get out there. Tell your friends to vote. Yeah. Um, Remember, yeah. how we got here is a bunch of people were like, Hillary Clinton can't lose. And we're hearing it again. A bunch mm-hmm. of people are like, you know, we're going to have a blue wave, wave. in yeah. the midterms. No, Blue not wave a wave doesn't happen unless you happen. Just for God's sakes, go, 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 because Run, I, I don't want to live in Canada. Wait, maybe I should, I should play no. both sides of the fence. I don't know. I, I, we talk about moving to Canada. I don't want to live in Canada. It's too cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. I don't want to go to Canada. Yeah. I'm Queen of Celine. And I'm Matt Abetti. And this is, we're, we're just, just here to help. help.